Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the National Wartime Award winning POEP Radio. This is your award winner voices behind the pins. We're each and every Monday night, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific. Check your local time zones so you guys can tune in with us. What's going on, brother? Oh, how are you today? Doing good. So you doing good? Yes. That's great. Well, hold on. I got something in my mouth. Hold on. I am doing wonderful. I am doing wonderful, 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 wonderful. Um, couldn't wait to get today started. So we can go yeah. on, head on and get this day cracking. Um, man, how has your week has been since I seen you last or talked to you last Monday? Well, you know, uh, the National School Award Awards are uh, the nomination PS began began and now I'm going to Going to go for my fourth and shake to overcome the year award and uh and uh more poetry Phillips has nominated both of us uh at a survivors ball in May. And then then somebody reached out to me about doing a podcast sometime this month. So so already so things are things are starting to Starting to pick up for me even while I'm in the hospital. Right, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, I noticed that too. I'm like, somebody nominated us. Well, first of all, I didn't know, and I talk to Ice all the time. I didn't know that the um the nominations were open for the uh America for the uh awards. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, they all there. Yeah, you started, yeah. You, you started that on uh, April first, and I think it's a May fifteenth. He said. I didn't know that. So where you go to to watch McCallit? Yes, uh, uh, yeah. The National School of the World Awards uh, website. He's got a special thread where you can uh, leave a comment for your comments. Okay. I'm going on now. I ain't know. I ain't even know it was open. Yeah, and then the other was Survivors Ball. I didn't even know I I was nominated until I seen the post. I was like, wow, somebody nominated me for three categories. Yes, yes, I was nominated for Survivor Man of the Year, which is an honor, definitely an honor. Mm hmm. And they got me nominated for Survivor Woman of the Year, Change Agent, and uh, uh, Mo Phillips Artists Artistry something award. So yeah, I was yeah. like, that's what I'm talking about. So and I was like, an accident. I was asking them today, how do you vote for people? Because they said voting closes on the 15th. So I'm like, well, we got to get the voting out there quick. 
I'm like, well, how do we vote? How do we have people vote for us? They said it's actually a form that they got to fill out, like a nomination form. So what you do is when you go fill out the form, you put the person's name in a category that they was nominated in. And then you tell up under there, it's like a little space under there, and you tell why they should be nominated or why they should win or something like that. I'm like, okay, it's kind of confusing, but I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like really confusing. So, we are going to um, get this show cracking. We're going to start this show off. We're going to. do the whole speed round. Waiting on Gina Storm, giving her a few minutes to see if Gina Storm is coming on tonight. Um, if not, me and you can go ahead on and get uh, started. Brother O. Um, so I'm going to give her just a few seconds to start. Yeah, so my weekend was really cool. It was like I went to the... Um, I went to the... Um, Daddy, the CMA, the Chicago Music Award with Ice, and he oh, won. Yeah. yeah, I went. I went with him and Toy. It was really fun. I had a ball. They, he won again. Then yesterday, I went to Eddie's ten year anniversary. That was nice. Yeah, it yeah. was really nice. So I had a real good weekend. You know, supporting everybody and stuff, and doing my best. Uh, yeah, so I, I had fun. Right. I have fun. Um, so we are going to let me check. Hold on one second. We're gonna check. I'm gonna see if if Gina is on. Uh if not, we're going to go ahead on and kick off the whole speed round so we can get to the reason why we're here, which is the callers. Uh hold on a second. I can't wait till that basketball game. Come on, look, I ain't gonna lie. I got my laptop ready, uh, brother. Oh. <laughs> North Carolina. I'm glad Kansas. I'm gonna be on mute, baby, because I'm sure I'm gonna be watching this. I bet it on this game tonight, honey. I'm trying to see if I'm gonna win me some money. Hey, I ain't playing. <laughs> yeah. oh, you ain't, you ain't North Carolina, Kansas. Yeah, buddy. But see, I I I was gonna go. With North Carolina, because the North Carolina beat Duke, man. I was voting for Duke to go all the way, Coach K, all the way. But I'm like, damn, North Carolina just knocked my damn Duke out. So I forget it. I'm finna go with North Carolina. Then when I was betting, I'm like, nope, I'm finna play a smart. So I voted on both teams. So if I win, if you don't care who win or who lose, I still win. <laughs> right. I played it smart. I don't care who win, who lose, don't matter. I got it. So we are going to go to the whole speed round because I don't see Gina Storm on here tonight. Um, I'm trying to... Hey, Spark, if you can hear me, uh, I just sent you a message on the in the, in the uh, thing. Hold on one second. Second. What up, Spark? You hear me? I can hear you, Nina. What's going on? Hey, are you co-hosting with us tonight? Um, I can co-host for a little while. I'm actually in the middle of making dinner for um, okay. me and my daughter. 
And I and okay. I got a I got a I got a special little thing I got to do tonight for the first time ever. I have to put a diaper on my dog tonight, so that's gonna be fun. Oh wow, that time, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's uh she's getting a little frisky around here, so time I, I ordered the diaper. I ordered the diaper, and I'm looking at. It, I'm like, yeah, go ahead, keep doing it. Keep you better keep her around. Look, you uh, you gonna have to keep her around away from my little horny dog, baby. That little <laughs> horny thing, baby. He he um humping everything that ain't moving. I'm like, if you don't gonna sit your manish head, excuse my butt, my friends, you don't sit your manish foot down somewhere and gone. Yeah, <laughs> all right. right. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I can do at least half the show. I'll, I'll be happy to okay. host at least happy to. It's been a minute since I did it, but I'd be happy to. And, and it's such an honor, you know, before we go any further, brother, oh, I'm, you know, I'm so glad that uh, you're doing okay. And it's just great to hear your voice. And, uh, you know, a lot of people don't know your struggles. And I appreciate you, you know, posting on Facebook and showing the, your faith in God. And it's just inspiring. And we love you, brother. Yeah. Oh, and it's really just a great, great to hear your voice, man, really. Thanks. I appreciate it. Sir. Cool. So we're gonna get there? to why uh, I'm here. So we're gonna get to the whole speed round. Uh what that is, the host is gonna do their pieces, uh get right into it. Then we're gonna get to you guys, the callers, which is why we're here, which is the callers. But tonight, so without further ado, brother, oh brother, oh brother, oh if you know we're gonna have sparks. Sparks sends you the guest host, we're gonna have you kick it off. <laughs> then after you will be brother oh. Then after brother O, it'll be me. All right, here we go. Life is poetry, and poetry is life. The poets know. Born into chaos, my soul split between black and white. In the middle of the night, my pregnant white mother took flight. No fight in him, her racist father could care less about her predicament. Abandoned his baby girl just to prove his deep-seated black hatred sentiment. In the 60s when civil rights was making increments, when black men were the focus of false imprisonments, when black panthers became black militants, and cocaine was the preferred stimulant, my mom remained innocent. Holy crime? She loved a black man magnificent. My black father gave in to the love he felt, grabbed his white woman and escaped to the valley of the snow belt. There alone disowned they knelt not sure of the life they had created or the one yet to be built. But a prayer to the one true God against the odds, they united a part of them excited for the unknown, the other part scared on their own, surviving in a world that would never approve or condone the taboo love they had sown. A black man without a home, no place to hang his crown, no place to set his throne. Still, the love they had grown would sustain and guide them, come alive and revive them, Supply and provide them a doorway to better times, even in a broken world full of danger. But soon to them on the verge would emerge baby Ace Park, a game changer. The merging of two lost spirits, a fusion of twin flame soulmates. Baby A was now a living testimony that even racism had an expiration date. They wasted no time instructing baby Ace Park and his older white brother the importance of judging a man by the content of his character and not by his skin color. But what they could not prepare me for was the internal war that raged 
as a reflection to the, to the outside one that made the inside one cut deep. So there were nights I could barely sleep, haunted by the taunts of my peers counting black and white sheep, my soul lacerated steep from the consistent revelation that being mixed was actually being weak, that being mixed was actually two broken halves and never one complete piece. As of my heart torn apart, my milk chocolate skin a scarlet letter for a world that would never let me in. My white friends had their token, but I felt like a joke when I was accused of trying to be black. But, oh, wait a minute. I'm just trying to fit in my fit in my skin, figuring what line to get in, what box to check when I apply for an application. Because checking other makes me feel like that, those, them. Oh, no, here we go again. Third-rate citizen standing on the outside, always looking in the window watching your skin show like a Broadway musical, exclusive invitation only skin show. I don't have a ticket, though. Somebody, give me a ticket to the skin show. I want to go. It's lonely out here. Please, please, can I have a ticket to your skin show in peace? And we can't be studying the book of Jonah. We discovered that his fear and pride caused him to run from God. He did not want to go to the city of Nineveh to preach about repentance to the people as God had created instructed him. Because Jonah felt that he was, they were his enemies and convinced himself that God would not carry out his threat to destroy the city. Instead, Jonah tried to run away from his assignment by boarding a ship bound for Tarsus, which was in the opposite direction. So a raging storm caused the crew to cast lots and soon came to the conclusion that Jonah was a problem. They threw him overboard, and Jonah is swallowed by a great fish. While in his belly for three days and three nights, Jonah repents of his sins of God, and the fish regurgitates him up to dry land. Jonah then makes a 500-mile trip to Nineveh, leaves the city in a great revival. But he is complaining instead of being thankful when, when Nineveh repents of his sins. Jonah eventually learns his lesson when God teaches him a lesson that he is merciful. My dear brothers and sisters, we can't hide or run away from God no matter how hard we try. When he tries to accomplish through us will come to pass. Despite all of our objections and foot dragging, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10 reminds us that God has plans for us and will see to it that we conform to those plans. I vividly remember when I tried to run away from my car and to be a poor that spoke the word on it say, years ago because of my fear of failure. Like Joan, I tried to run the opposite direction, drag my feet, or watch to even continue to perform poetry. Get upset and complain about not getting equal opportunities to feature and allowing the fear of people overlooking if you gave me on purpose to stop me. Either God had to remind me about how he's truly blessed me with my special gifts and talents for these 12 years. He reminded me that he had specifically called me to tell my story. 
He reminded me that he brought me too far for me to turn around and quit. He reminded me that I needed to stop whining and complaining and taking rejection personally. And he reminded me that thousands of people have been touched by my poetic masterpieces. I broke down and cried like a baby and asked God to forgive me for wanting to run away from my true calling. I asked God to forgive me for not trusting in his plans for my life. I asked God to repent for my disobedience. I asked God to forgive me for complaining and taking rejection personally. My dear brothers and sisters, don't ever try to run away from your true calling in life because if you attempt to do so, God will always find a way to track you down. And he will put you in a position where you have to repent for your disobedience and ask him for a second chance. More or less than his poem. You can run all you want to, but you can't hide from God, no matter how hard you try. I said peace. Sisters, I was sent here to tell you all that I love you. And if no one has told you that I will, and there's nothing that you can do about it, Sisters, I want to send some encouraging words to you. I want to pray over your life. I want to let you know that all the worry, stress, and drama you have in your life no longer exists. God said, put me first and the rest will follow. Before that man, before the kids, it was just me and you. I instilled in you morals and values. I command you to use them. Don't get so caught up in life that you lose them. Wrapping your life into someone else's identity to you lose your own whose you are. Life has been hold no life has been molding you since birth. So sisters, know your worth. Go be great. Sister, the power of life and death is in the power of your tongue. So sometimes you have to speak life into you speak over your life don't let nothing or no one take power enough to have control over your life and when it seems like life is falling apart and nothing seems right god is picking up every broken piece and writing a beautiful story with our lives and if you want to hear the rest of that tune in next monday because i don't know what i did to the rest of that piece uh that was uh just thought it was a whole thing, but it's not. So if you want to hear the rest of that, tune in next Monday. Anyway, thank you guys for tuning in to the National 410 Award-winning POET Radio. This is your award-winning Voices Behind the Pins. We're here each and every Monday night, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, 6 Pacific. Just check your local time zone so you guys can chill out and hang out with us every Monday. So we're going to get to the reason why we're here, which is the callers, the callers, the callers. Going to get to our first caller for the night. A four seven three seven two. You hear you're unmuted. State your name. Where you calling from? Some people might be just be listening too. A four seven three seven two. Take your stuff off mute. If you're just listening, just say you're just listening. This number looks familiar. A four seven three seven two. Okay, yeah, I guess they're just listening. Um, 
So we are going to, what we're going to do, guys, uh, we are going to, <laughs> um, let's talk about some of the topics that's going on until we get a couple of more callers on the line. Um, um, I know everybody is talking about the slap that was heard and seen <laughs> around the world. And it's funny, part because we were trying to get you on our show. Yesterday on Sunday, we was trying to get you to, to, yeah, we was trying to get you on our show because we wanted to talk to you about the slap. Like, what did you think about the slap? Oh, brother, oh, you was on the line. We thought you was going to call back in. We waiting on you to call back in, brother. Oh, never call back in. Like, oh, my God. So, yeah, we was trying to get you to feel like, what, what did you think your thoughts were on um on that and then uh they were talking about insecurities versus emotional intelligence and i was just like i don't really think somebody has to be insecure to protect their wife insecurities has nothing to do with what happened it was just to me it was like will smith acted on emotions and I ain't gonna lie, that's what you're supposed to do. Somebody disrespecting your wife, you better protect her, you know. But I ain't saying slap them <laughs> and all that stuff. I'm not saying, I'm not condoning the violence. I'm just saying, I mean, right. at the moment, right. at the moment, it, it was what it was. So, I mean, I don't knock him for what he did. Yeah, wish I had a man to protect me that hard, shit, you know. So. Yeah. So, what was what you what you think about it? My first reaction was the optics of it. I didn't like it because you had a black man walk up on stage and slap another black man. And I, I heard I heard Shannon Sharp mention this. I heard Kareem Abdul Abdul Jabbar mention this. I heard Stephen A. Smith mention it. And I heard a few other people talk about it. You know, we, you know, the way Shannon said it was, why do we do this to ourselves? Why do we keep hurting ourselves? You know, we go out every year, Nina, and you're there too, and we march in some of the worst neighborhoods in the entire country. And we risk, we risk our lives going in those neighborhoods. Some of them we grew up in. But some of them, right, we've been around in quite a bit. And we talk about anti-violence and put the guns down and we need to come together. And there's so many people like uh, Brother Duncan who advocate for a, another black Wall Street type of deal where we're all coming together and growing together. How can we advocate for that when we advocate for what, what Will did? Now, there's a lot behind that. Because I read Will Smith's book. I just finished it about a month and a half ago. He talked very vividly about the fact that he's insecure about the relationship that Jada had with Pac. They were real tight. Will Smith says several times in the book, I never spoke one word to Pac. And it was nothing that he did. It's because I felt so insecure that I wasn't even close to being the man that he was, that he was tough enough and I was jealous that Jada saw in him what I didn't see in myself. And so it made me insecure about their relationship. Their relationship, everybody knows Jada and Pac were tight. I mean, they were real tight. 
So Will has this on his mind. He laughs at first, looks at Jada, gets the stink eye, and reacts. The problem is that it's up to me. It's here we go again. Another situation. Imagine if if Chris Rock's people had retaliated. Imagine if Chris had retaliated. All they would have been saying was, look at those black people. They can't handle themselves again. They can't handle themselves. They constantly beat each other up. And I just, I hate the fact that that is the narrative, that that's the optics. That's what we saw. I hate that. Earlier in the show, Regina made a comment. Jada, you could see her saying, waving a finger, don't go there, don't go there. But she made a joke about entanglements. They do a red, ta- a red table talk, but they, they throw all their business out there for the world to see. Another comedian made a point, don't sit in the front row if you don't want to be talked about. You know you're going to be the, the object of jokes. So to me, I'm, I, understand what, I understand Will wanted to protect his wife. I'm totally for that, all for that. But that was not the moment to do it. It wasn't. And during the break, Denzel Washington, Bradley Cooper, came over to see if their friend was having a breakdown, a mental breakdown. And maybe he was. I don't know. Maybe he's dealing with some issues because in the book he's very vivid about his insecurities and not being tough enough for Jada. So that's how I looked at it. And I, and I, let me say this, too. I, I still love Will. I want Will to, do, to, to be great. Right now, we're starting to see cancel culture at its best, and he's starting to get eliminated and, and, and you know, um, from certain projects that he was working on to be installed or to be put on hold. And maybe it's a good thing. Maybe Will need to get his head together. I don't know. Because all I want is the best for Will, and all I want is the best for Chris. And I think what would be great is if at some place in the future, the two of them who are – they were friends before this event – the two of them were on stage together with their arms around each other, loving on each other, saying, we're going to make this a positive thing, a learning moment, and we're going to move forward together because this is how the black community does it. So that's, that's how I look at it. Hello? You there? Y'all say, this is, yeah, you're I'm right. sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was asking you, do you think sometimes that the comedians go too far? They don't know how to turn the funny off. Well, there's, there's no question about it. The comedians do go too far. But in this case, I don't think he did. Because I'm not sure that he was speaking to her alopecia as much as he was giving her a compliment in a lot of ways. Because the woman that he described was this superhuman woman. If you're talking about doing the, the, the two, whatever the show, I forget what it was, the movie, but I've seen the movie a few times. That character is powerful. That character is a woman that's, that's in, you know, in great shape. And she's, she's tackling a man's environment. And she's not only tackling it, she's successful in it. So I don't see how that's a negative connotation. And I think that they were just kind of at the point where they had had enough of all the stuff that's going around. Will didn't slap the dude that he, she cheated on with, which was her son's friend, by the way. So wow. I just think, you know, so I just think you got, we got to be careful here 
Jada, he's laughing at first. You can clearly see it. He's laughing at first. Jada gives him the stink eye. Now, does she tell him to go up there and slap Chris? No. But the 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 you know the word I'm looking for I can't think of. But she the implied the implied thing was you need to defend me. I'm not happy with the joke. You need to defend me now. I'm sure she didn't mean. Well, she here's the thing too. One thing I noticed if you look at the video, she didn't stop him. She didn't say, "Hey, Will, where you going?" She didn't say, "No, no, 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 no. We this is not the place. This is not it right here." She let him do his thing. Jay didn't jump up and and try to stop him for nothing. And then when they sat down and Chris kind of made a lighthearted joke to try to turn things around, Jada's laughing. So I think we'll got to be careful there because, and this is not just to say men, but women too, we can be easily manipulated by our, our mate if they know our weaknesses and they use our weaknesses against us. Jada could have easily been doing that. He could have been doing yeah, that at that moment. True. That is true. That's a true statement. Whoa, I ain't never look at it like that, but that's a true statement. <laughs> God, wow. You know, so she knows how Will feels about Park. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Come back, Coop. So we are gonna get to where the reason why we're here. Thank you for the input and input. I appreciate it, Spark. Hey, we keep kicking off a, a cool conversation here. So we are gonna get to back to the reason why we're here, which is the callers. I see you on the line, 773-773-808. State your name. Where you calling from? Duncan Ellington. Oops. Got hey, me. Brother Duncan. What's up? <laughs> my brother Duncan on the phone. That's my, that's my boy. Yeah, hallelujah. How y'all doing today? We doing fine. How are you, hon? I just listened to that uh uh, clip that uh, I think somebody sent me a leak where somebody gave a different viewpoint about Will Smith's uh, uh, kind of like mental anguish that he's been receiving from his wife and uh, mm-hmm. through, through these times. And that is a different way to look at it. I mean, mm-hmm. sometimes when you are under a certain amount of uh, discontent with your spouse and you don't know how to handle it, but you're still sticking with her and mm-hmm. You're still mm-hmm. battling the emotional stress. But then at the same time, you're an icon, you're famous, and all that stuff. And you on blast are considered to be uh, uh, looked at by hundreds or thousands of fans. You know, that could make you uh, have an unreasonable reaction. I think maybe he, if he was had a more stronger or wasn't in a situation where his uh, – him and his wife's relationship was so much out in the open, maybe he would have mm-hmm. thought different and, and uh, not uh, responded so uh, quickly. I mean, uh, you know, out of, uh, how would I say, uh, out of, uh, you know, just a negative response, I guess that emotional response, you know what I'm saying, without thinking. Yeah, because yeah, he probably would have been anyway, secure in their relationship. So right, yeah. But uh, so so this uh this, this show is poetry. Uh, Will Smith in the in the smack or what is what is this about? <laughs> no, we still doing poetry. You wanna? Uh, you got that? You got that high piece for us? Yeah, I got this poem. I got this poem that kind of deals with us. Uh, 
and and what we deal with as a people, which mm. which is one of the things he should have been thinking about, because you know, yeah. we're always we're always looked at as how can we oppress, degrade, or how much do we need to struggle to get any positive recognition? So yes, okay. So here's this. I'm reading this poem out of this book. It says, "The battle must be joined." That's the title of it. No nation, no civilization has come to the fore without new organization, without thinking new thoughts, without working, without actually doing without being willing to take a chance, a willingness to risk it all, without a willingness to go against overwhelming odds, without a determination to be the best, to be superior, without a desire to determine its destiny and that of others, without a willingness to fight, to shed blood, to risk defeat. The battle must be joined. It must be fought. But it, but it a battle of mind, mind wars of spirit, of will, of bucks, of iron and steel, shell and bomb, of tank and plane, of rockets and satellite Star Wars, of technology, of information. The battle must be fought. The gauntlet thrown down. The chip knocked from the bully's shoulder. The lines stepped over. The clash and the clang of the sword. Curses of man, moans of pain. The battle must be joined. Fought in the street from door to door, in the schoolroom, in the boardroom, in the bedroom, in the war room. Hand to hand, combat must commence. The battle must be ultimately won in the field. It matters not if you can... It, Erratically delineate the subtilities or the nuances of racism and racial discrimination. If you can delicately dissect with a master surgeon's skill the anatomy of race and the body politic, if you can tease out the tiniest thread, if you can paint the most beautiful dreams on canvas and write the greatest vision of parchment, or ride in your time machine and visit ancient African kingdoms, cities, and empires, or feel pain and degradation of slavery, or celebrate all we have given to the world, or point out the great explanation, the white devil, feel the challenge must be taken up, Fire must fight fire. Institutions, traditions, habits, hopes must be uprooted, raised and put to the torch. No stone left unturned. In institutions, traditions, habits, hopes must be restored, <laughs> rekindled, or rebuilt anew. Bricks stacked in place. New songs must be sung. New voices must carry the tune. New feet must march to new drumbeats. New hands new banners, and standards raised. These songs must be your songs, the voices your voices, the feet your feet. The hands must be the ones at the ends of your arms, the soul unsold to the devil must be your soul, and the new world must be created. Make it your world. 
I got yeah. the name of that poem. Yeah, it's kind of deep and long, but it's a good poem. What you think about it, um, Spark? Yeah, I thought it was beautiful. Uh, You know, I thought it was was very, it was very beautiful, very poignant for this time, you know. I mean, Brother brother Duncan and I talk about it a lot, and uh, we see eye to eye about uniting the black community and, you know, setting down those arms, you know, setting down arms against each other and working together and building it up, and that's beautiful. Uh, Yeah. Beautiful, powerful. So, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, so this poem is, uh, it's like, it's written, it's the first poem in the beginning of the book, Black on mm-hmm. Black Violence, mm-hmm. the Psychodynamics of Black Self-Annihilation in Service of White Domination by Amos mm-hmm. N. Wilson. Yeah, he, he's, the, he's the guy that I sent you them two clips. I was just about to say, I was just about to say that, yes, yes, what an intelligent brother, what an intelligent brother, I was very impressed. And Nina, I'm dedicating this poem to you, Nina. Sister, my black sister, composed of elegance and grace, in a spirit laced with truth and powerful embrace. Sister, my black sister, how you glorify our past by setting in your power. Every minute and every hour, you elevate and force our enemies to cower. Sister, my black sister, how they underestimate your gain, refuse to acknowledge the intelligence flowing through your brain and the royal blood coursing through your vein. But it is you who are the backbone and the bearer of our black soul and of our black pain. Yeah, sister, my dear black sister, how you hold our future on your breast, the rise and fall of your chest, the exhale of your breast, wisdom of a queen for her king facing east and on her left. Sister, my black sister, forever will you reign supreme and overcome your wisdom matched by none. Your love for blackness stretched out over your bosom protects the daughter and the son. Sister, my dear black sister, your love is everlasting like the sun is ever casting its glow on those filled with blackness below. You flow into the waters of history, no mystery you don't know. Like the black crow, you fly on wings. The Song of Kings will forever speak of you as our beautiful blackness hero. Sister, my black sister, your beauty is their danger. Let every stranger fear your anger. Who harms the black tribe you protect? Your ancient iris eyes reflect their fear filled regret. But you will never let or allow others to make your tribe kneel or bow. For it is you who whispers in your king's ear, no fear, and gives power. To the now. Sister, my black sister, your legacy is forever cemented, imprinted on the beautiful ebony babies yet to come, daughters of the father and the son, from Mother Africa to the Garden of Eden. You've won 
from blackness leaders Michelle Obama to Stacey Abrams to Kamala Harris. Our blackness will never perish, but only flourish, as long as there's my black sister queen from here to Paris, from the moon to the star Solaris, you nurture and prepare us for all that's yet to come. The Holy Ghost, the Son, the Father, and his kingdom. Nothing else can be said or done, for it is you, Sister Nina, who are the true embodiment of our blackness champion. And that's that piece. Hallelujah, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about that piece, uh, Brother O? Spark piece, and what do you think about uh, uh, Brother Duncan piece? Uh, and both poems are powerful. I mean, uh, Brother Duncan's poem, he has some several good points. You know, we have to learn how to take our battles carefully. We learn, must learn how to come together despite our differences. And we must learn to work together now. A sparse poem was was a true a true testament to how we should appreciate how we as brothers should appreciate our sisters more often and uh giving their and uh just uh appreciate them for what they do for us every day. You know, women <laughs> they they pray for us, they stand the gap for us, they been they 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 had our back. They have always had our back, but we haven't had always haven't had this. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, before so. I go, I, before I go, I just want to tell you, brother, that I am mm-hmm. praying for you. That we are proud of you. We are proud of your strength. We are proud of your faith, and we are so grateful for your contributions, for your poetry, for your beautiful words, for your inspirations every single day. And I just want to tell you, thank you. Thank you, Brother O. No problem, Brother Spar. I appreciate you, too. Thank you. Brother Duncan, oh, yeah. Brother Nina, I'll catch you on the morning line. All right, All right thank you, you so much. Bye-bye. My pleasure. Yes, 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 yes. So we're going to check in with A47 one more time, Brother O. Let's check. And see, maybe they might have unmuted themselves or whatever. Let's see. 847-372. If you unmuted yourself or if you want to speak, let us know. 847-372. Okay. They jumped off the line as soon as I said that. All right. God is good. Anyway, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the National Four-Time Award-winning POET Radio. This is your award-winning Voices behind the pens. We're here each and every Monday night, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific. Just check your local time zone so you guys can tune in with us each and every Monday night as we have fun, as always, on this stage. I said, on this stage, on the phone, it's always a blast. Uh, So we have um, Brother Black Ice on the line who took home his seventh. CMA, which you guys know, CMA stands for Chicago Music Award this weekend. It was a wonderful, wonderful event. I had so much fun. Him and Sister Goddess Warrior were both nominated for the same category. And the real cool thing was, let me tell you something. You know when a person has, like my mama says, some people just don't have no coof. And I was like, Mom, what do you mean by coof? What does that word is? She was like, class. They just don't have no class. But 
Brother Black Ice, brother, uh, brother O, Black Ice did the most classiest, mm-hmm. the most respectful. It, it, it was just all about class. It was all about respect. It was all about acknowledgement. This weekend, I thought it was the coolest thing ever. First of all, the award show was Friday, April 2nd. April 2nd is Goddess Warrior's birthday. So she was yeah. there celebrating her birthday as long to see was she gonna win an award or not, right? So when brother when brother when Black Ice won the award, he accepted the award, but he brought her up there on the stage with him to acknowledge her, to let people know that this is your future right here. She's a force to be reckoned with, and y'all better be watching out for. And that was like the coolest thing ever. So I just want to say, Black Eyes, that Eyes, that was just that was just that that was that meant everything to me. That 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 was just the coolest moment. Well, you know. Um... First of all, I want to say um, peace and blessings to everybody that's listening to the program, watching the the, the program, Voices Behind the Pins, and definitely to all the hosts tonight. And uh, thank you guys for the congratulations for the award. And just to address that, my wife and I always talk about leading by example. And for some reason in the artist community, we believe that um, – it's going to take away from us if we allow somebody else to shine or if we move to the side and make room for somebody else to shine. For some reason, the belief is it's going to take away from us, but we want to show that there's something different there that no, it's not going to take away from you. It's going to add to you because just as you said, it was a classy move. It was a classy moment. It didn't take anything away from me to allow her to come up on stage with me, introduce her to people who did not know who she was, and let people know that, hey, she's the future of this game, which she is. You know, you talk about people that are younger than you are. How much time, how much more time does a Black Ice have? Does a Kahari B have? Does a Amin Ra have? You know, does a Ben Ami have? You know, we've had some great moments and some special moments. And God just blessed me to still be on this level and this plateau for some time. He's given me the ability to keep reinventing myself, which is what a lot of people have not been able to do. But that's neither here nor there. Um, My moment ain't going to last forever. So I want them to be able to point at someone else and look at someone else and say, here, look, I'm passing the mic to this person. You know, and not just this person, but the people that are of her generation. Look at them when you see them, listen to them, respect them, and treat them with the same respect that you're treating me. And that's what that moment was all about. That was really nice, though. That was really, really cool. I, I, I just, I, I just say hands down. That was one of my, uh, that was one of my best moments of the night. That was really nice uh, of you to do that. Because and I'm not taking away anything from any other artists, you know, but no other artists brought anybody with them that was in the same category up on stage with them. But again, that's not a knock on them. And I, and I don't look at nobody else and I don't concentrate on nobody else or anything. Um, it's just, you know, being a leader, you got to look at how you want the game to be. 
And however it is you want the game to be, you got to definitely set the example. Showing up at Team at Ease yesterday, I didn't want to go. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to go because uh, I did not want to go because I didn't want to be there. I didn't want to go because I was tired. You know, getting in, you got in at the same time we got in. You were a little bit closer to home, but we got in around close to 1 o'clock in the morning. I got to get back up, go to work. Then I work for 12 um, – for not 12, yeah, for 12 hours. No, then I work for, you know, and then within that 12 hours, having to go somewhere else and to perform. And plus, I'm sick the whole weekend. You know, I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not at my my best game. I don't feel 100, but, you know, me and my wife are talking about it. She said, do you want to go? I said, not really, but we should go, you know, and we ended up going over there. We didn't stay long, but it was the point of going, supporting. We paid $40. $20 each to get in the door, you know, and we show love, we show respect, we congratulated them, I did what I do, take video, take footage, so, you know, I try to add things to the equation that I can, even with your event, Purple, you know, take pictures, take videos, something that's going to help you out and help you grow a little bit better, so. Amen, amen, and amen. <laughs> So, guys, we are winding down to the night for the night. We are going to go and do – I said, you want to do a piece or something before we get out well, of here? Let me uh, let me do something short and simple and sweet. Let me go back into the archive and download one of the classic poems. I don't call my poems old. I call them classics. So let's do <laughs> something <laughs> right, so let's do some dear love, all right? Here we go. Dear love, I was thinking about you, so I felt compelled to write you. Lately, you've been straying away when all I want you to do is stay. Don't be afraid, boo, because see, black ice ain't going to bite you. I'm just trying to get to know what I don't know, and I'm trying to get you to show what it is that you don't show. Like, is there a reason why you're concealing your feelings? Was there once a love born that left your heart torn? Now you're emotionally scorned and need time for healing? Well, baby, I'm feeling you, but I wish you no hurt, harm, or danger. And I understand that it's easier to direct your anger towards a stranger, and that's why I offer my friendship. And if that works, then, baby, we can work on something more closer than kinship. Because I'm looking for a love that black ice can build a fortress around. A barricade so strong that Fort Knox. So tight that no one will look ever come between our love and so safe that only you will have the combination to his locks. See, baby, I'm looking for a love like the Nile, flowing through your soul, enriching your smile. An aisle like Atlantis, nothing in sight but paradise for miles. Wow, baby. Tell me, can you imagine a man who could take the holes in your heart and patch it? Can you imagine a man who could take the love that you're willing to give and match that shit? Can you imagine a man whom before you can drop one tear would be right there to catch it? And baby, you found me and Black Ice just so happened to have a vacancy. An empty space available after God, my son, the spoken word in me. And so I hope that this is not too blunt. But I'd rather be up front. Not only that, get straight to the point and tell you exactly what I want. Rather than to run script and get carried away telling you shit like baby for you, I would rent the moon and put the stars on layaway. Oh, baby, you so fine that even if I was blind, your beauty, I'd still be able to see. <laughs> and, oh, my, you must be from Memphis because you're the only ten I see. And besides, 
there's nothing from you that black ice would want to take from. And being with you is like a dream that I never want to wake from. And if I could just make one comment about you, the other type of woman I could see myself living with, I just can't see myself living without you. So I extend my hands, and this letter was written from your biggest fan, and, and if you could find me somewhere in the midst of your future plans and you know, what you're looking for in your life as a damn good man, then baby, here I am. I just hope that this don't sound kind of crazy, but um, do you want to be my lady? Just check yes or no or maybe, because I never met a woman like you before, truly yours. Black Ice, that's the piece. Nice. That was nice. <laughs> I love the ball, the ball. it. I don't think I've heard that one before. That was nice. What you think, brother? I, that was beautiful. That was beautiful. Beautiful poem there. Very beautiful. Yeah, it just, Never just, heard. Goes, just goes to show that. Uh, Another example of a man appreciating a good woman and uh, grateful, grateful to, to have examples like Black Ice in my life, you know. Because <clears throat> I'm learning, still learning and, and growing as an artist myself, you know. And uh, it just, it just, I've been doing this for 12 years and I wish to continue to strive to grow into, into, uh, into that leader that he is mentally. Amen. Amen. I, I totally agree. So, guys, we are getting down to the last nitty-gritty of the show. We've got a couple of minutes left. What we're going to do is we're going to close the show out with our positive word for the day. Um, yeah, to close out the show with our positive word for the day. Pray that this word, pray that everything that you guys heard today, you will get you through the week. I hope you guys have a very positive, very prosperous week. So we're going to get to this, um, the word, and we're going to be getting up out of here. Again, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to the National Four-Time Award-winning POET Radio. This is your award-winning Voices Behind the Pens. We are here each and every Monday night. 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific. Just check your local time zone so you guys can tune in with us every Monday on time and have fun with us as usual. So the positive word for today is... What you guys think? We did a venture. We have done... What word word comes to you guys' mind? Hmm. What about uh, accomplishment? I can't hear you. What words you guys say? I said accomplishment. Accomplish. That's a good one. We did that one before. Okay. What you think about accomplish, brother? Oh, I believe that. To accomplish something, you have to be got to you have to believe in yourself, and uh, you have to you have to be uh, successful on the on the level that that uh, you know people have accomplished a lot of things because I believe in myself and I put in the time and work 
and uh, still continue to evolve as a evolve as an artist, uh, evolve as a person. Any you know accomplishments are meant to be celebrated, and uh, you know it's a comp. You know accomplishments come in all degrees, different degrees. We accomplish something, we should feel pride in our in our accomplishments. That's it. Accomplishment. Uh, my take on the word accomplishment means that uh, um, what am I trying to say? Like all the things that you have done, like it, it, it's, it's kind of like a, like a, what am I trying to say? Like a way to look back over your life and look back over all the things that you have. When people said that you wouldn't make it, when people said that you could never do it, when people said you're too old, when people said you're too young, when people said this, when people said that, just to look back over your life and just to look back at everything that you have done, that you worked so hard for and put everything, put your all in at the end of the day to say, I made it. I did it. I was able to go to school and accomplish my GED or my my diploma or my degree when people said I couldn't. I was able to go, you know what I'm saying, to work, get that job starting at the bottom. Now I'm a supervisor making the money that I wanted. That's some that's some cool stuff to do. And you just have to, no matter what obstacles get in your way, you just got to push them out the way, knock them over and just keep going. So that's my uh, my take on the word accomplishment. What's your take on the word accomplishment, Ice? Well, you know, um, there are many things that I think about when I deal with the word accomplishment. In the word accomplish or accomplishment, you have the word comp. And in the word comp is the root of the word complementary. So when you're doing something that's complementary or when you're on the recipient end of something that's complimentary, it's like a free gift. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a free gift. So let's just talk about accomplishment for a moment. You know, um, anybody that accomplishes anything has to have help from someone. And also anyone that accomplishes anything, they have to experience failure and setbacks during the journey to accomplishing whatever it is that they are trying to accomplish. So when I first found out about the Chicago Music Awards, I said, how am I one of the most recognizable poets in the city of Chicago in name, you know, and in reputation, but I'm not nominated for Chicago Music Award." So I began to investigate, and I began to call, and I began to reach out. And they was like, well, Black Ice, you know, um, what you can do is you can come down and be a part of this talent show. And what we're doing in the talent show is we're allowing people who win the talent show to be a performer at the Chicago Music Awards, right? It's like a talent show. 
I'm like, I'm an established poet. I'm not about to be in no competition. <clears throat> but after I got over my feelings, I went down to the blues club on the north side in which they had, it's called um, <clears throat> King Solomon Mines. I competed in a competition that consisted of 40 people, 40 acts. I was the only poet, spoken word artist, out of 40 acts. There were live bands. There were dance groups. There were vocalists. There were all these people. <clears throat> I'm like, there's no way in hell that I got a chance to be among the six that are chosen among all of these acts because in the back of my mind, they just respect singers and dancers and any other art other than poetry. That's, that's just the way that it seems like it has been during my life. So you got rappers, you got young people that are in grammar school, you got older people, you got, man, I did ego, right? I knew I was going to be disqualified because your performance could only be three minutes. Ego is about a five-minute piece. I didn't care about the disqualification. I just wanted to make my name known. I wanted to make myself known among people that I didn't know. So Casper, which you know, is a Masonic brother, and he's somebody that I knew from back in the day. I'm, I made his chain for him during the time he was doing the Casper slide and all that stuff. He was one of the judges. <clears throat> so after my performance, I was actually getting ready to leave after my performance. I had been there for about two hours before I even performed. I mean, all these acts that are there. I'm like, man, I'm not going to give these people no more of my time. They start announcing the winners. They announced the first winner. It could only be six. They announced the second winner. They announced the third winner. They announced the fourth winner. Then they announced the fifth winner. And I said, man, I'm gone. I'm leaving out of the door, and then they called my name. So people that are seeing me leave out the door, they was like, Black Ice, they called your name. They called your name. <clears throat> I came back in, right? So I got a slot to perform at the 2012 Chicago Music Awards. Okay, fine. I'm on stage. I do ego. I get it in. Now I'm recognized. Now they know who I am. The next year, I'm actually on the ballot for being nominated for Chicago Music Awards. I lose that year to Malik Youssef. So the first year that I was nominated for the Chicago Music Award, I lost. I'm talking about accomplishment. I'm talking about during the journey to the time that you are accomplishing, you're going to have some losses along the way. But the losses are part of that journey. So I lost to Malik Youssef, right? The next year, I beat Malik Youssef and the other people that were in the categories, and I won that particular, um, that particular particularly, um, year. Okay, so fine. So now I got my first Chicago Music Award. The next year, I lose again to Malik Youssef. Okay? The third year, I win two. I win a Chicago Music Award for Best Spoken Word Poet, and I win another one with Terra Records for Best Record Label of the Year. So in one year, I got two awards. 
So now that's my third award. So I'm just basically saying I know at Team at Ease, there's like he won seven in a row. No, I didn't win seven in a row. I won seven out of nine years or eight years it was that I was, that I was nominated. So I'm just letting you guys know what the journey is and what the journey is like. And people hate to lose, but they don't understand that a loss is a part of the success, is a part of the accomplishment. So don't take a loss as a bad thing. Take a loss and a setback as a setup and a stepping stone in order to accomplish your goals. That's my opinion. Amen. Amen, amen, and amen, and that a beautiful piece it is. Um, before we get off the phone, hold on one second. Let me see who this is. Seven seven three seven two four. State your name. Where you calling from? I know who it People is. People of the light. This God is God is warrior the poet from the Chicago. Oh, hi, honey. How are you? Man, I'm all good. Uh, sorry, I'm jumping on at the last minute. I'm, you know, getting the kids ready for bed. They got school in the morning and everything. Um, but uh, Bro reminded me about the call, so I just wanted to come on, support, show some love. I want to say thank you to the black you just said in regards to accomplishments and losses. Um, I'm no stranger to taking L's, and I'm no stranger to wins either. Um, at the same time, there was a gentleman at the Chicago Music Awards last night who reminded every artist in the room, man, to trust the process. And, you know, me coming up on a decade, making a decade, performing myself this month, um, the month of April being National Poetry Month, my birthday month, it's all just according to what's in God's divine order. So I appreciate you for reminding us of how important those L's are too. It's just all a matter of how we respond to them. You know what I'm saying? You could take that L and let it make you or break you. You know what I'm saying? So I, I appreciate you saying that, though, bro. Um, it was something I definitely needed to hear tonight. Absolutely. And, you know, I wanted you to call in because I just wanted, you know, as always, to make sure you get your love and your respect because, you know, to see the artist that you are today and the artist that you began when you came on the scene, I definitely see the growth, you know. And um, being someone who's been in the game for 20-plus years and knowing where the scene has come from, and you know what the scene was like when you actually came on the scene. You know how yeah. divided it was and how, you know, there was a lot of messiness that was on the scene. You know, and everybody, when they came on the scene, they had to get the black eye speech. <laughs> you know, but um, you and I have had several conversations over the years, and, you know, I got the message. I got what you were trying to say to me, but even more than just trying to prove that I was who I was by words, I wanted to make sure that I proved it by my actions. You know, my wife and I, we definitely take pride in integrity. We take pride in just being an example, and, you know, hopefully our actions over the years have solidified those type of things. But, again, you know, you are a blessing to this art genre that we have. You know, you I, I've seen some of your falls and some of your bad decisions and all that stuff, but that's a part of growth and that's a part of that's a part of growth and that's a part of development. You know what I'm saying? And and um you got a testimony out of those tests and you got a message out of that mess, you know, that you've experienced even just being an artist on the scene in Chicago. So you are definitely, like I said, I, I, I chose my words carefully. You are definitely the future of spoken word, and um, I believe that you should be acknowledged and seen as such. 
Man, that's much respect, bro. Much love and respect. I, I certainly appreciate you. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a a public post as well, but I wanted to give um, acknowledgement, man, to you because when when at the end of the night, um, I had still celebrated at the after party, of course, because it was my birthday. But there were several people that I was networking with, talking to, shaking hands, and just you know um, networking. But there were several people who, when I introduced them. When I introduced myself, they was like, oh, I heard a lot about you. Black Ice told me a lot about you. Black Ice said, Black Ice. Man, bro, so many people came up to me, man, and was given recognition for what you had said. Like, they knew who I was, not just because of my work, but also for you vouching for me. So, like, on the Chicago industry side, man, the things, bro, I, I really do appreciate you for that, like, for real, for real. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, that was huge. That was huge. <laughs> like some really big, big name people in the industry. People all over the radio. You know what I'm saying? A lot, a lot of people from the Chicago mm-hmm. entertainment industry, which is a huge industry, man. We got a lot of celebrity, you know, a, a lot of Grammy winning artists that come out of Chicago. And a lot of these people, man, who are on the up and up, who got mad respect for you, showed me mad respect. You know what I'm saying? Because you was vouching for me. So I, I, I certainly... Man, when I say I, that was well-received, especially on my birthday, thank you, King. For real, for real. You are definitely welcome. And, you know, Purple and I, and I were talking and my wife and I were talking, you know, I wish artists would take things like this more seriously. You know, um, you know, even the people that show up that are nominated, you know, I wish they would – because this is the only thing that we have. And I believe if Martin was white, <laughs> you know, instead of black – I believe that more of us would come out because we still got that slave type of mentality where if a black person is running it and a black person is doing it, then it's not serious. But you see how other nationalities come out, Hispanic and white and, and all different kinds. You know, they come out and they support and they show love. National Spoken Word Awards, the only one in the country. Chicago Music Awards, the only one in the city. And if we don't keep these things alive and if we don't support these things, then what are we going to have? You know, so definitely, you know, it was just much respect for the past two years that you took this thing seriously, and I wish more people would take it seriously. But, again, we have to be the ones that lead by example. Hallelujah. Man, indeed. Now, there's no better example, man, than the one that you've been setting for me. Like, seriously. For real, for real. Talk about, you know, throwing back the rope. And uh, you epitome of that, bro. For real, that's that's a big example of throwing back the rope, man. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Amen. 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 I totally, totally agree. I really do. Because... Hey, you heard, you saw what your award said. I meant all that, that I was put on that award. You see what that award said. That's oh, one time. Thing. <laughs> Man, the boys be looking at that thing. I'll be looking at it. Man, I appreciate you so much for that, sis. Man, you already know. You are one to be reckoned with. You know what I mean? People can sleep on you if they want to, baby. Cause you finna wake, you finna wake them up. You finna make some noise. You finna knock some doors down. You finna rumble some shit. You finna. I'm just, I'm just saying. You are here. This is your time. This is definitely your time. 
You had your time. Now it's your turn. You don't have the time because you don't came up through the ranks over the years. Now it's your turn to show up and show out and to show people who God is warrior, the poet, really is. They yeah, know, they, they, they know a little, they, they know a little bit, but they don't know a lot of bit who you are. So you need to show these people who you are, baby. And you are well on your way. Job well done. I'm so proud of you. And I'm so glad to you to be here. Man, we love you so much. That's all we do is talk about you. I love you too, you. sis. I love you too. I love y'all. Man, peace and love to you as well, brother. Oh, I don't know if he's still on the line, but I'm always praying for you, man. I, I nominated you for the Survivor's Balls. I think you deserve to get that award for Survivor of the Year. I just wanted to send my love and my blessings to you, brother. Let you know I'm always thinking about you and you always in my prayers. Thanks, guys, boy. And uh, like Black I said, you're the future of of uh, you're the future. And uh, what he did was symbolic of passing the torch to you. It it was like a proud moment, uh, a moment where I'm proud to be a poet because that's one one day when I step aside, I would like to pass the torch to somebody somebody else, like he did. I still, but I still have a, still have a ways to go. But you know, I, I want to be, want to be that example myself every day. You know, pushing younger artists and uh, encouraging them, and uh, and just, just, uh, just, just letting them know that you're gonna, you're gonna encounter some bumps in his life. You're gonna, gonna win. You're gonna lose and win, but. You got to keep pushing through no matter what obstacles may come your way. Life happens. Uh, life happens if you got to push through that. You got to be determined. You got you, you got to, you want to be successful. You got to, you got to, you got to, you got to push through it. Push through the obstacles, handle the losses, and don't, and don't let the wins go to your heart, you know. That wins go to your head. I mean, I meant, meant to say that. I understand. But, uh, yes, sir. Like I said, you know, I'm not, I'm still going to be around for a little while. Uh, thank you for your prayers and thank you for for holding it down till I get back. Yes, sir. Are you the living miracle, brother? Oh, you the living miracle, man. You ain't going nowhere no time soon. I believe that. No. Nope. I mean, God, God is showing me a lot of things down here, down here. While I've been down here, been showing me a lot of stuff, you know, showing me a lot of signs, a lot of signs, you know, showing me a lot of stuff while I'm down here. And, uh, at the end of this, is gonna, it's only gonna be, it's only gonna add more to my testimony, more power to to it, and. Um, mm. I'm gonna be nasty. I'm probably gonna be on TV, on television, telling my story, and, and that's gonna happen. Indeed, it so shall. Brother, this, this is what I want you to help me do. So, yes, sir. Br- brother O is the most supportive poet, probably within Chicago and Indiana. He's I been agree. hosting. He's been hosting his own show on Monday night for almost two years now. 
And many of those people who sat that he went to and sat in the first row, and whose po- and 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 the poets that he cheered on and supported and and bought material and everything, yeah. they don't call in to support him. He can't get around like he used to physically to go different places. All we asking for is for your 10 minutes, your 15 minutes, for you to call in. You know, I need you to help me put this out here to the poetry community. You know, I can do that, that makes a big Definitely. difference with what he's going through. He needs that. He needs the same type of support that he's Indeed. been giving everybody else over the years. And all they, they ain't got to go nowhere. Like, he was driving from Indiana to Chicago. An hour drive, 45-minute drive to support everybody. All we're saying is take 10 minutes out of your day and call in on Monday night to Brother Osho, Voices Behind the Pens. Let him hear your voice through a poem. Lift his spirits. Make him feel better. So, you know, when I say it, it might look like I'm just fussing. <laughs> you know, but I, you the future. This comes with the responsibility. <laughs> yeah, fast. No, you're right, right though, but there are a lot of people who will follow my lead. So, I, um, man, say less. I'm going to get right on top of that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got we to gotta, we gotta fight for Brother O like he's been there for each and every one of us, supporting us I in agree. everything that we do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, I agree. And, and I, I agree. And I, and I think we need to get more people on this campaign and more people on board, you know, as well. So, you know, I'm talking to my people. You talk to your people. Let's put the message out there, and let's get this brother some support, you know, on Monday And this night. is every Monday night? Every Monday. Every, every Monday night. Oh, so yeah. they can pick and choose night, which yeah. Monday they want to call in. It starts okay. at 8 o'clock and it ends at 9, and they ain't got to be on for the whole hour. All right. I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. 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 Uh, Nina Purple, you can go ahead and close out her. I'm glad he said something because you know what? I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm a I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna get this off my chest because I don't wanna hold it in no longer. People on the court poetry community is really starting to get on my nerves. And it's really bad because you've been one thing y'all can say, everybody can say, can't nobody take this away, is the fact that whenever I see somebody, I love on everybody really hard. And the love that I show for people, and when I say I love you to people, I really mean that. It's like a really, a real genuine statement. Nothing fake, false, or phony about it. And yeah. to not receive, well, it, it seems like everybody shows me love back, but why don't I feel that it seems that but I don't feel that because a lot of people so-called show that but you don't really show that because if you showed it I will feel it more now just like I said brother O on this show I'm on this show everybody claim they love me everybody claim they love brother O we both on this show we both on this show. I'm sick of putting call in, call in, call in, call in, call in. Ain't nobody calling in. And then I got a whole open mic on Wednesdays. Everybody can come. Come to the open mic. It's, it's there. It's free now. Don't nobody even support that. But I have brought candy, clothes, uh, paid $40 for a ticket 
brought books, brought everything from not only from artists, but from their kids. From you know, I, we have artists, kids out there selling bow ties, yeah. selling candy, yeah. selling cooks, selling lip gloss. I support everybody and everything. So does Brother O. And for them not to support us, I don't know if it's because I don't know. Like me and I used to talk earlier about uh, boys reading off the papers and all that stuff and not memorizing all your pieces. That ain't got nothing to do with nothing. At the end of the day, support goes a long way. Support those that support you because it 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 it, it makes you feel some type of way. This poetry scene is so damn cutthroat that it don't make no sense. Everybody is so cutthroat. Everybody is so out for themselves, and they want everybody to support you, but when you're not reciprocating or showing no re, uh, uh, support in, in return, it sometimes can get on your nerves. So I just had to get that off my chest. I'm sorry. So when you put no, it out there about him, you can put it, you can put it out there about me too. Because like I, I said, I started to. I started to make a post about it tonight, but like he said, if I see it, it's gonna seem like I'm fussing. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I had to get that off my chest. Sorry. No, I agree. Um, I've been traveling, man, and performing nationally over a year now. And going to other cities and states, you meet other artists. And I've met other artists who have said comments to me like Chicago has some of the most talented artists in the country, but it also has the most divided scene, the most divided poetry scene out of any other set, any other city. And when you go to other cities and states, and this is where other artists who come to our city or who visited or they're friends with other artists from our city, and this is, the, this is the taste that's in their mouths. This is the perception that they have of us as well. Um, you go to other cities and you see how everybody else is sharing each other's stuff. They're supporting one another. They, you know, man, I went to Kansas City to a to an open mic, to an event, and the people out there, they, they was featuring one another. They was hosting one another's sets and recirculating the dollars amongst each other. You know, I truly believe wow. that in Chicago, um, just from my own experience and being in the midst of everything that you're stating, I think the people here or the artist community here has a why not me syndrome. You know what I'm saying? Everybody thinks that they should be, you know what I'm saying, that they deserve this high, this high plateau, you know what I'm saying, this pedestal that they should be on. Everybody has this why not me um, perception and this why not me syndrome. So since you feel like, oh, why not me, and you can't support somebody else who is doing it. I told you, Nina, there's so many people who look at you and you encourage and motivate them but they don't even got the audacity to tell you. They don't even got the audacity to let you know that they looking at you like, man, if Nina can do that, I can do that too. They looking at you and they thinking it, but they ain't going to tell you because they like, man, if she doing that hell. She, she, she doing the war. She doing, she going her, started her own non-for-profit. She got a film out. You know what I'm saying? If Nina can do it and tell her story, why not me? You just, you, you, do you understand what I'm saying? Um, I think that once yeah. we remove that, man, like people just gotta gotta let that gotta let that go. Um, the whole why not me syndrome and just just show love and show support. Um, I also want to say to you, sis, you've been doing what you've been doing for a long time, and I've I've been to your events that were a few people, and I've been to your events where it was a sold out, packed out room, 
You know what I'm saying? Um, I just want to say to you to continue to focus on the people who you know show up for you. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the people who you contact, who you reach out to, they're not just poets. You got a whole fan base of survivors and women in the DV community and the, and the work that you do for your advocating. Like, it's a lot of women, a lot of people that do look up to you and do support you. You know, uh, put more of your energy in those people and in that area and then watch how your support turns around. Watch what you see. I'm telling you and what I, I know. Think that's the thing, too, Goddess Warrior. I think that we look for certain people to support yes. us. We look for certain yes. people to grow up. And once we get that out of our mind that, you know, yes. it's time to expand beyond those specific people that you are looking to show up that just mm-hmm. not going to show up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So That's exactly somebody, what it is. That's the certain one that we're looking for. Yep. Right. You know, and somebody said, you know, Surround yourself with people that when they look at you, their eyes get big. And when they hear your voice, they get excited. You know, get yourself around some, make some new friends, go some new places, expand your network. Because when you expand your network, you expand your net worth. And so I understand that we grew up on the west side of Chicago. We grew up on certain poetry scenes and certain open mics, but it's time to go other places and different places and meet new people and get phone numbers. You didn't even get phone numbers from your event from that Sunday that you had. I did. I you did. You know what I'm saying? So, I did. Well, well, what I'm saying is that, you know, the ladies that I had call into the show last Monday? Yeah, I didn't have their numbers, no. Right, you didn't have their numbers. So you need a sign-in sheet at all of your events. So when they get to the front door, they need to be putting their name, their phone number, and their email address. You should not be doing an event, and you don't have people sign in at the front door. But again, these things are learning lessons. We've got to learn these things. We've got to grow. But that's why God surrounds you with people that are doing what you're doing and can stand in the gap and say, okay, well, this is what you're missing. This is what's going to make you better and going to make you grow and going to make your event better. So those ladies that I met at your event, I've cultivated and built a relationship with them. And now, you know, they are supporters now. And that's the way we got to be. But if we don't have a way to contact them after the event is over and reach out to them after the event is over, then how can we continue, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to garner their support because they're not going to even know. You know, so there's a couple of things that we can do to make our situation better. And, you know, um, just like Goddess Warrior said, you know, surround yourself with people that are going to support you versus um, focusing on the people that um, you're not getting support from. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you guys for that advice. Um. At the end of the day, God is good. God is good. God is good. Can't force nobody to support you. Either they are, they ain't. Um, it's their choice, you know. Uh, but yeah. So thank you guys for that advice. I appreciate it. Thank you, God, so much for calling in. Oh, Again, absolutely. Congratulations. 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 On thank all you. Your thank you. Thank you. And my nephews. Man, I, lo- I love so- y'all. I love y'all. My nephews be so proud of their mama, man. <laughs> man, I they love y'all. So y'all be safe and have a great night. You too. God bless. 
I want to thank you guys I for tuning in to the National Time Award winner POET Radio. This is your award winner, Voices Behind the Pins. We are here each and every Monday night, 8 Central, 9 Eastern, 7 Mountain, and 6 Pacific. Make sure you guys check your local time zones so you guys can tune in with us. This has been a beautiful night. Uh, so I'll see you guys next Monday. Same bad time, same bad channel. God bless. I pray that you guys have a great and prosperous week. God bless and good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.